You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Broncos Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Joy of the Denver Gazette, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, how's, uh, how's America doing? <laughs> uh, America is doing well. I mean, you, you would love to know this. I guess we got our first uh, snowfall of the season here in, in Denver. Yes, really? Yes. <laughs> yes, it came in early this morning. It's not enough to kind of like really cause any rose hazard other than the the cold temperatures, the rains, and maybe the freezing roads. So, uh, but hey, listen, you don't have to worry about that. You are in jolly old England. So uh, tell me how things are working out for you over there in the UK. It's great, man. Uh, I've had a blast so far. Um, got to see some sights, Buckingham Palace. Uh, I think I'm going to maybe try and, and go see Big Ben tonight. Um, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been really newsworthy nick there's been a lot of broncos news that's come out of this week which is interesting because like i said you know i think coming into the year london was viewed as oh it's going to be a fun trip the broncos are going to be playing well everything will be smooth uh and it's been anything but we've had the russell wilson show uh which i'm sure we'll dive into him doing some high knees on the airplane um i certainly didn't do any of that i was watching the blues brothers on the airplane um you know we had george payton speak today which there's a lot to dive into there. Uh, so it's been it's been a super, super fun week, but also super busy. Well, I'm sure it is. And, you know, here's what's crazy about this whole Russell Wilson situation. You know, when you become somewhat of a celebrity, uh, even bad news is good news. It all depends on how people look at it and how they spin it. But it's like anything that he does, it's kind of a bad thing. You just brought up doing high knee stretches on the airplane. And there was criticism for him doing that. Oh, how corny is he? He's doing all these things on an airplane. Keep in mind, this is what those who report locally and nationally, and, you know, I guess they're giving this information to the fan base that they are failing to provide. But here on Touchdown Denver, we're going to give them that information. When you have an injury of like, like Russell has, and we're talking about a hamstring injury, and we're getting kind of mixed details as far as what it is. Is it a strain? Is it a slight tear? All I can tell you, and you've experienced it for yourself, when, you, when you're talking about an eight-hour flight, you have to get up and you have to move your body, right? Because the biggest fear is blood clots, right? And it doesn't happen to everyone, but, you know, it happens to a couple of players. That's why they always tell you, get up, walk around, and just doesn't don't sit there, go to sleep, watch movies for eight straight hours. You want to make sure that that your muscle still remain keep, contains that electricity that it needs to kind of keep that mobility there. And especially for a guy who's dealing with a hamstring injury, we don't know whether he's going to play or not. We'll get more of that injury status uh, later on in the show. But this is why you're doing those things on an airplane. And when I heard the criticism, I'm like, these individuals have no idea what it's like to be injured or have injuries of, of any sort and trying to deal with them and sitting on the plane for eight freaking hours, George. So so that, that still kind of frustrated me, but that was the reason why Russell was doing what he was doing on the airplane. 
Yeah, look, I could sit here and talk about the Russell Wilson airplane stuff for forever. I mean, I was standing right there when he said it. And I think here's the problem, Nick, is I think we all understand he needs to he, he needed to do treatment and he was going to do stuff like that on the plane. I think it's the fact that he said it the way that he said it, it that is upsetting people like it or not upsetting people. But like it, it, it's another thing to poke at him. Like what I said was he should have just gone up there and said, yeah, I spent some of the time watching film. I spent some time, you know, doing treatment, uh, maybe some stretches on, on the plane. Uh, and then I watched some more film and I, I, you know, had an hour of sleep and, and that's what I did. But the way that it was said uh, and phrased in terms of, yeah, everyone else was knocked out, but, you know, I was doing high knees. I was working on this. I was working on that. It was just another thing that like, pe- it's easy for people to pick apart. And that's, that's the part where I'm like, listen, man, like I understand where Russell's coming from, from this on terms of like, yeah, he should be doing treatment on the plane. Like he, he's, you're right. He should be getting up and moving and those sorts of things. But the way that he explained it is why I think people got so it went so viral about the high knee, like it, just some of that stuff. If I would have pulled Russell to the side afterwards, I would have been like, "Listen, man, like you didn't need to say all that. You could have just said, hey, man, yeah, I got some treatment on the plane because I'm hoping to play this week, you know.' But I think it's the way he said it. I think that's what you could point to a lot of things he's done that like uh, it's normal stuff, right? Like the stuff that he's talking about is normal, but the way he says it makes it sound it's not. It makes it sound like it's not normal and then people make fun of him for it wait so is now he's being disingenuous by saying the things because i know last week you know the whole idea when he was asked whether he was going to play he said that you know he had wolverine blood right and then everyone took off and running with that here's what i know about about russ and i've been around russ uh dating back to his time in seattle and i've talked to a couple people uh back there and basically, this is, is is Russ. And, you know, Broncos fans are upset because guess what? They're not seeing a lot of emotion from Russ with every every uh, how everything is going on uh, thus far. They want to see that it is somehow affecting him in, in some way. Everyone handles situations differently. I mean, of course, we all know the noise that's being said about George Payton, about Coach Hackett. And, you know, George Payton said it was kind of unprecedented, the level of scrutiny that Hackett is, is going through. Russ is going through that same level of scrutiny. But here's what I do know. Not everyone responds the way that, that every, everyone else would like them to respond. So for me, when I think about it, it's two things. This is on brand from what we, we've always seen from Russ in his days with Seattle. It's still on brand. He hasn't changed. The media in Seattle was like, hey, Good luck, Denver, because this is Russ. So we're seeing the same guy, but also he's handling the stress in this particular way. Some people, when they're stressful, they act like Heath Leather. Heath, uh, uh, Le- what's, what's his name? Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. I'm sorry. Heath Ledger and the Joker, right? Yeah. It's like, why so serious, right? But, 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 but for Russ, the way that he's handling the situation is, okay, you know what? It's a lot of stress. So I got to keep this thing fun and jovial when I go up to the podium so I don't lose my mind. So for me, that is what Russ is doing. And, you know, great. His his humor may not be uh, the best. He's not going to be the next person on Saturday Night Live. But once again, we're still talking about a guy that's under immense amount of stress. And he's trying to, you know, use these jokes or these sayings as a way of uh, a coping mechanism, if you will. I can't believe I was just uh, screwing up Heath Ledger's name like that. (laughs) <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, 
but but I think he, I get that, and like he's not gonna ever change. But like I'm just saying, like if they want some of this, or if he want, and maybe he doesn't care, but like if they want some of this, um, you know, poking and and you know, um, this joking about him and the, all the memes and all that stuff to go away with Russell, which I would assume with the amount that's going on that it, it eventually does get to him. Maybe, maybe it doesn't, maybe, maybe he's, he doesn't care, but it just seems like some of this is very avoidable. Like the Wolverine blood didn't need to be said, right? Like he could have just gone up there and said, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm really strong or like, I, I don't, you know, typically, out. you know, I typically play through injuries, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and then yesterday he could have just said, yeah, I got some treatment on the plane. Um, I, that's that's my only point. Like, I, I honestly don't care at this point. Like he's he could get up there and say whatever. And I think people are going to find a way to attack him, the people that don't like him. And at the end of the day, if that's what people want to do, then, you know, whatever. But like it, it, to me, it doesn't really matter. I just want to know if the guy's going to play on Sunday, which it sounds to me like he is. So you think that he's trending in that direction because I know it was stated that uh, he was limited and Coach Hackett was asked that question, I believe, today, whether Russ is going to uh, play or not, how does he feel? He seemed a little, uh, you know, passive and coy uh, on the situation, but he did say that, you know, Brett was getting reps and so so was uh, Josh Johnson. So once again, let's revisit that conversation. I mean, do you play him or should he play in this game? Well, I mean, no, I, I don't. I wouldn't play him. I, I have the same stance that I did a week ago. Is it's not really worth it, right? If he's you know uh, limited in any way, or you think that he could injure it further, which I would assume that he could, uh, especially the way that he plays, I wouldn't play him. That said, I think he's going to play. Uh, I think there's no doubt in my mind he's going to play. I mean, he got up there on Wednesday and said, "I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to roll." You know, like he's you know, he basically said, I'm ready to play. And then he was asked, I thought it was interesting. He was asked about, was he ready to play last week? And he said, yes, I was ready to play. Uh, and basically, I, I don't want to say he threw Nathaniel Hackett under the bus, but it was very clear that he disagreed with Hackett's decision to not play him. Um, and I don't think it was just Hackett's decision. I think the medical staff and, you know, George Payton and all of them had to say, had some say in it too. But yeah, I think he's, he's definitely going to play. I think that's that's the plan at least. And, and he's going to fight as much as he can to play. Well, to me, this is a, a bad idea. And uh, no one is though. Every player wants to play. He said that, yeah, he was ready to play mentally. You're always ready to play, but from a functional standpoint, from his body, n- no, he wasn't. And I know once again, keep this in mind, based on the level of scrutiny that he is endured, the memes that you and the gifs that you just talked about, it's almost like the crying Jordan, right? The crying Jordan will never go away. Everyone's using the crying Jordan. So I'm sure, you know, the gifs about him is not going to go away. But once again, knowing Russell, trying to stay on brand, not being that guy that's been, that's used to being criticized and ostracized the way he wants to. He wants to go out there, one, to play as an athlete, but two, to turn the table so to get people up off of him. But what he's not realizing, if you go out there and you're not 100%, and, and I get it, no player is 100%, but for him, he's not even 75%. To me, you can go out there and you can do something that maybe puts you in a situation where you hurt long-term and they don't, the Broncos don't have you for the remaining season, George. They don't even have you for the first part of the season next year. So 
once again, it's wise for that group to come together, that, that fellowship of the ring, if you will, to come together and say, no, we're not going to give in to you, Russ. We know you want to play, but we have to protect you from you. So I'm hoping that they're going to get up there and they're going to sit in that room and they're going to talk to Russ and there's not going to be no George Payton pacifier and tell Russ, look, man, we don't want you to play in this game. We have a bye. That's four weeks of rest. After that, you have the Titans. Then you have the Raiders again. And then you have Baltimore. We need you ready for those games because George Payton said he needs to see improvement, right? He wants to see improvement in this offense, in this team. If Russell is not 75%, right? Well, well, he's at 75, I say. If he's not 90%, then you're not going to see improvement. You're going to see the same thing over and over. And got me to think it. And here's what I have for you, George. The, the league has been building these games in the UK for years versus one game, two games, three games, right? And in these games, they want their, their star players to play. Do you think there's any suggestive things by nature to the Broncos coaching staff as far as, far as Rush should play in this game? Because they know they don't want Brett Rippon in there. And then a game not seems to appeal to the international audience the way the game's appealed thus far. Well, I think there's definitely some some of that, right? Uh, I don't know if it's the NFL pushing that, but here's my thing, Nick. I think it's Russell that's saying, I need to play in this game because uh, we're in London and it's an international game and he's been looking forward to this and I think he enjoys being in that spotlight. Um, so that's kind of my take is I don't know if it's so much the NFL as much as it's Russell saying, I need to play in this game because this is a big deal that I'm here and that the Broncos are playing in this game. That's my take. I don't know if it's so much the NFL. I'm sure the NFL would love for him to play because it is a big game in terms of playing internationally and a lot of fans being there and all that. But I think it's more so Russell saying that he needs to play in this type of a game. Look, man, look, I know every quarterback, let's, let's be totally honest. It's not Russ. Every quarterback is they, they want to stay on brand, right? right. They, they want to make sure they show up when the lights are brightest. The reason why is because one, the league has propped them up on this pedestal, but also when they don't play, what do we hear? Not just about Russell, but Dak Prescott and other quarterbacks. Guess what? Look at all that money they're playing that they're paying them and they're not playing. Right. Right. Th that's kind of a consequence of getting paid an enormous amount of money that you are expected to go out there no matter what. Even if you are injured, that's that certain level of pressure that's on athletes, but more importantly, quarterbacks. So for me, it's like, man, look, as a team, you have to realize that they've made a commitment to Russell long term. Why put him out there and run a risk of something happening and then now they have to go in the offseason and say, well, what are we going to do at the quarterback position? You don't want to do that. And Russ has to start thinking about not just him and his brand, but just start thinking about the team. And I know you want to go out there and you know you want to play and you want to play injured. Listen, I did that too. I, I did it so I understand it. Was it the smartest thing for me to do to go out there and play with a knee injury? No, it wasn't, George. It wasn't because it led to a year later having another knee injury and have us have surgery again. So this is where you got to protect the player from the player. Well, and I agree. And hindsight is 2020, right, Nick? Like I, I, I totally, I am totally on your side on this. I'm just telling you from the tone that I heard from Russell on Wednesday, 
I just I highly doubt that the, he I think he will find a way to get on that football field on Sunday. And I don't know how it will turn out. Maybe they get away with it and he plays fine and he doesn't get hurt. But uh, I'm with you. I think it's a bad decision. I just think it's going to happen. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I know you're shaking your head. I agree. Uh, I just I, I think that the guy is is stubborn when it comes to this. Um, so we'll see. But uh, Nick, we need to take a quick break. Uh, we also need to dive in. We were supposed to dive into some George Payton stuff there. We'll we'll do that in segment two here in a second um, because he had a lot to say today that I think is really interesting. So we'll dive into that uh, and some more stuff ahead of the uh, Broncos-Jaguars game here in London here in a few days. 